Welcome everybody once again to Sticks and Kicks. My name is Danny Orona. I am your host tonight, and I am not by myself today. I have my round table of absolute degenerates here to talk sports with us. Everything from Arizona Coyotes, the Phoenix Rising, Phoenix Suns, the Cardinals, and any other sport thing that pretty much comes across our timelines on social media. Thank you so much for joining us here on the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks. I'm going to kick it over here to my left in front of me in studio, Jeremy Griffin. How you doing today, sir? Welcome hey, once again. Doing good, man. Thanks for having me, man. Uh happy to talk sports with you guys hey we may be degenerates but we love to talk sports yes sir ain't that right lucio amen amen and a woman so uh yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there if that was funny uh but no um yeah i'm just so glad we're, we're out here talking sports and uh you know i'm ready today i'm i'm at home and uh didn't get to make it to, uh tonight but I will promise that I will be there next week. I already made sounds familiar. For it. I already got Friday ready for you, Daniel Arona. So I'll be there next I Friday. I promise I'll change. Well, there you go, guys. He went ahead and put it on the schedule, and he put it on wax. So he will be here in studio. In studio. But someone that can't be here in studio all the time because he's just out of, we don't know where he at. We're pretty sure it's witness protection because he's bouncing back and forth. What's going on, Kenny? What's up? What's up? Yeah, the party's here, gentlemen. Um, I am just chilling, you know, freezing my balls off like, uh, uh, you know, it's just normal out here, you know, it's uh, but it's uh, it's 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 been good, man. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of snow this winter. So there, I feel like that's uh, a sign that they're letting us in easy out here. And uh, just happy to, you know, live vicariously through you guys and, and, and pretend I'm in Arizona for an hour. So, uh, yeah. And no better way to do that than good. to be watching Arizona Sports Live. And right now, as we speak, we have our very own Coyotes on the ice. And uh, uh, why don't you tell us how they're doing right now, Kenny? I know uh, we, uh, Puck Drop was what, about five minutes ago? Yeah, and just due to the – oh. Uh, just due to the stupid bullshit that these fucking cable providers have their, I, I'm going to go off on a rant here. It's your favorite line. I know that. Ladies but, and gentlemen, five uh, minutes into the show, I'm, we got our first rant. Let's go. I, I think that cable providers are fucking criminal. It's like insurance companies. So basically they're like, yeah, let's lock you into this long ass contract. Right. But then also, like, hey, we're going to dispute your favorite, favorite, like pretty much why you buy cable, your favorite channels out of nowhere and tell you, hey, you can't watch this. And and so Fox Sports Arizona is, I, I think, the only cable provider that has Fox Sports. It might be Cox and DirecTV. But ba basically all other uh you know carriers are are in a dispute with fox sports arizona and, and some of the onus is on fox sports arizona right but imagine the uproar if people were being locked out of diamondbacks games right right now people can't watch some suns games they can't watch any coyotes games uh and and i think it's i think it's bullshit so you guys get your shit together i hope someone's listening and i normally don't talk ill about anybody but you guys just need to pull your fucking head out of your hat uh, your ass because it's not a hat you know it's like you gotta fucking get this shit together so people can watch their sports and support local arizona teams because who else needs it more than arizona so 
that being said, I'm in Colorado, so I, local blackouts don't apply. So I was able to buy the NHL package, and I'm able to watch Coyotes games. Okay. So I feel like I'm at a slight advantage here. And so, yes, I will be your Arizona Coyotes guide, as always. And right now, they're doing all right. Uh, the game just started, puck drop. We had an early power play, and lo and behold, we fucking score on the power play. I think I grew another inch of my cock just by watching that goal because <laughs> I shit you not. I don't know how many times I've watched the Coyotes just fucking butcher a power play. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah we, we we scored early against Vegas, who who's just taken us out to lunch the last couple games, and uh, hopefully we can secure this win. If you let me interrupt you a little bit, um, what do you think like contributed to the like the hot start right now? Because you know we just scored, I believe it's still the first period. Uh, besides the power play, I mean, what's what's different about the Coyotes from last year than this year? Because I believe you said. Uh, there was a time where power plays they, they were weak. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you just ooh, yeah, you said know, they, they probably would have messed I it know. up. Oh, all I right, know. all right, all right. Let's 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 pass it all to Lucio. What do you got? We got rid of a dumbass coach. That's what happened. Oh. We got rid of one of our assistant coaches that didn't know how to fucking run power plays. I swear to God, for like the last he's been fucking shit in the bed every time we get a power play. It's like oh, I don't know what to do, but you guys just go on out there. Let's go. Yeah, it's so fu- it was. <laughs> it was so funny to watch him come out with a whiteboard. <laughs> exactly. So it's like that's a big part of what I think with the power play. I also think that our guys in general have gotten a lot because we didn't get a big draft this year. I think the guys had to stay with the chemistry with the team that they had, and they really had to kind of work even more together. And I think Phil being healthy. Keller being on like that whole like last year he didn't have a great season. He's coming up on that season. He's like, I ain't gonna let this happen again this year. I think everyone's basically stepping up because we didn't get big draft picks and we didn't get and then the coach being a new co- a different coach for that is is a uh, I think it's a little fresh breath of fresh air. So that's my input. Yeah. Again. Yeah. No, it's always yeah. nice to have a have a new Go coach ahead, who's uh, who's in there to uh, you know change things and and. Get, I mean, basically a new perspective. What were you going to touch on, Kenny? Well, yeah, I was going to touch on Lucy's point a little bit. I mean, uh, we all know my feelings of John McClain, uh, who's no longer with the organization. Woo-hoo! By the way, again, I, I, I never wish ill will on anybody, but the guy made millions in the NHL. He made millions as an analyst. He doesn't need to fucking make millions as an assistant coach because he's fucking awful at it. So I was glad that we did not renew him. Thank Every God. time that he he took out that whiteboard, I'm like, dude, are you playing Candy Crush? Like, you're not fucking doing anything <laughs> to make this power play better. I feel like he's just playing tic-tac-toe. And he's like, all right, guys, uh, we need an X in this corner. And like, they're all like, what the fuck, dude? Like, we don't understand what's it's going on. It's a basketball on, court drawn on. Like, Just go out there and do it, you know? And so, um, but no, that was uh, what I, to, you know, on a serious note, uh, what I think might be, and I, I'm, I'm going to just say it, our power play still doesn't look that great. Um, and uh, again, I think the onus is on Rick Tockett there, man. Like, you are the head coach, you know? You, you, you do trust your associates to, uh, you know, to run your, 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 your special teams and everything. But um, I, I, you know, you are the, you are the boss. So if something's not working, you fucking change it up, you know? And that's, that's one thing that I think head coaches don't get enough 
flack for is that, you know, it's like, don't blame your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator. Like, fucking get there and fucking make some adjustments. But anyway, that being said, um, I think that the the Coyotes are doing a little bit better this year just for a few different reasons. One, we're a grittier team. Um, two, we, we're, we're doing, like, exceptionally well in, in the dot on, on face-offs. It's, uh, it's, it's almost kind of strange how well we're doing. Weren't we, on like, the fourth in the NHL? Um, what's that? Weren't we, like, fourth in the NHL in face-offs? Yeah, yeah. In, in, in the first two games, I think we were, like, first. So it was uh, – it, it's, it's good to see – because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, a face-off is so important. Everybody just thinks, oh, like, oh, the, the play's restarting. It's like a good snap. You know, if you get a good snap and you catch the defense off guard, then boom, like you've got to play like, right like, there, like right? And and when they jump ball, it's they just go for it all the time. It's always good. Sorry? Like a jump ball in basketball when they go ahead and do a jump ball. Yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's, that's probably that's, the that's most accurate. The, that's basically uh, analogy there. It's but like a jump ball. What I love about uh, uh, hockey is uh, there's so many, there's so many jump balls in a game. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many chances for you to go ahead and take the offensive opportunity and um, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 take the puck and uh, you know drive it down yeah, the man. ice. One of the things, Kenny, that uh, I wanted to ask about is being better on power play and just overall goal scoring. I think that well, from what I've seen, it has to do with a lot of people willing to do the dirty work that get inside the middle. We're getting the initial shots in, but last year you saw nobody in the middle trying to get that rebound, trying to get that second opportunity Correct. right in front of the goalie, get in front of the goalie's face, you know, take a hit to the shoulder, take a hit to the face. And uh, the first person that we see do that this year, um, right, right from the beginning, the first game was Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel's doing the dirty work in there. So that just uh, seeing yeah. a veteran kind of step up his game like that in my opinion tells everybody else hey everybody needs to pick up their shit and do what i'm doing right yeah. now agreed man and you know the thing is is like we talked about it briefly last time but um you know I, we we all gave phil kessel a hard time last year fuck the coyotes just drew a penalty or took a penalty uh but we all we all gave phil kessel a hard hard time last year but um man he's got four goals in four games He's at a goal a game pace. That's, oh, that's beautiful. That's superstar level. That's yeah. beautiful. You know, yeah, dude. He's like he's looking. He's looking good. And 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 he did he did acknowledge the fact last year he he was the hardest on himself, which is kind of strange because we were harder. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was about to say he did not listen he, to he sticks was, and kicks. <laughs> yeah, he he was yeah right. That Cialis is kicking in. Um, we uh we were pretty hard on him last year and uh he but his he was like i'm gonna get in the gym i need to i i need to focus on my on my training a lot more i'm really disappointed in the year i had last year and that's not that's not the same guy that you're gonna get for me next year and so far he's proven that like he it took him 25 games to get four goals last year guys he's got four goals in four games wow that's uh that's uh that's that's amazing that's a good that's amazing sign turnaround. man that's yeah, no, that's, that's the build that we fucking acquired and and i'm i'm pumped about it so yeah it, it, to your point danny guys are guys are willing to get in there and get grittier and, and and get the ugly goals it doesn't have to be pretty it doesn't have to be perimeter play all the time it doesn't have to fucking be a highlight real goal i don't give a shit how you score a goal connor garland scored a fucking goal off his face and and we won the game because of it so 
Um, and that was obviously not this year, but anyway, a couple years the ago. The moral of the story is you got to fucking, it, it's like Moneyball. Get on base. Fucking get get a chance to fucking score a goal and chances are you're going to have a good opportunity to win the game. So Yes sir, now speaking uh, of us uh, I'm still I'm go ahead. Yeah, speaking of hustle players that uh that just bring a life to this team, the captain OEL down for a few weeks. I know we didn't talk about this uh this this past week. Yeah. Uh what just happened this past week? What kind of effect is that going to have both in the locker room and in uh on the ice? I think so it's Go ahead, Lucio. So, being that OEL is one of my favorite players, I really do like him, pay attention to him. I did see that, that he got knocked out for a couple couple games. Um, I think that uh, as much as I love OEL, I think OEL is just uh, the visual captain. I think he does play, he does do the role, and he does, you know, he is the captain and everything. But I think that there's other veterans and other people in the locker room that are just as uh, big of an influence as he is, if yeah. not bigger. So I think his absence might be just, yes, we we miss him. And yes, he's vital to, I guess, our defense. But as far as the leadership and the movement forward, I think we, we still got that covered because I think we still have a lot of good, talented players up there that are good, that are veterans that can lead this team and that have been leading this team coinciding with uh, with OEL, so I think we'll be fine. Personally, that's just me. That's what I think. I think uh, well, it shows that we're doing pretty fine, even though he's been out. So, yeah, I I think you make a good point there. Uh, he's not. He's he's one of the first people to tell you this. He's not a vocal leader. He's just it, it, it's just not his style. And and there have been leaders like that in the past that have worked out tremendously. That you don't always have to be the guy barking at people in the locker room, right? Um, but you have to play by example. And last year we did not see that from OEL. Um, and so at that time you're like, you, you, you want a vocal leader in the locker room if you're not fucking performing on the ice. But, um, I think that this year, I mean, he's still one of our, our leading point getters this year. I mean, he had, I think he had three assists in one game. Um, I mean, he, he's looking better this year. He looks more confident. I still wish that he would fucking take a slap shot every once in a while. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to do as a defenseman. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's tough to judge what he's like on the inside of the locker room. But I know 100% that every player on the ice feels better with Oliver ekman Larson on the back. Yeah. So I know, I know it's affecting them a little bit. Uh, because like you, you don't know how well you can trust your defense right now. And I, I think our offense is actually looking pretty decent this year. And, and we, we've, we're getting goals from people that need to have goals like Nick Schmaltz and Oliver Ekman Larson and Phil Kessel. Um, you know, I, up front we're, we're looking all right. It's our defense has been kind of shit in the bed this year. Uh, so far, I mean, we're only four and a half games in. Um, so it's, a uh, you know, it's it, it's tough to judge, but I I think it's going to be hard for the Coyotes to play without Oliver Ekman Larson because again, I mean, he is he is the captain and he's a number one defenseman in the league. No matter if he's not playing like it one year and playing like playing like it the other, um, the team feels safer with him back there. So it might be tough. He's he's expected to be back in a couple weeks. I would say we'll probably see him mid-February return, but 
um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be a nice test for the Coyotes for sure. All right, this uh, I'm gonna kick it over to Lucio with this next question. Last time we faced Las Vegas a couple days ago did not go well. Coyotes looked dead on their skates. They plays were not happening. There was no hustle. There was no heart. Five to two was the final. Kemper played the entire game. So I question a little bit of uh, you know the coach's decision to leave him in the entire game, especially in that third quarter. Um, I'm glad you said that, be- by the way, because you know. Uh, in a period i'm sorry i caught myself that time and so my question to you lucio is that um playing for competitive hockey and seeing that you know you shit the bed one game you know i'm not gonna put it all on him but know that you did not have your best game with this rotation of goalies that the arizona coyotes have does it hurt you mentally to not be able to go out the next game or not have you know 100 solidified that starting position the next game to prove yourself right you have to see somebody else go in and, you know, maybe have a better game than you. I think with hockey, it's a little bit different when it comes to the rotation of keepers compared to, like, soccer or something. Um, with with hockey, it, it's it's good to kind of keep your goalie in and to get some, some uh, kind of like a rhythm. Um, sometimes you have a bad game and – you want to go back on there on the ice to kind of just show your show show that that game was just a game it wasn't you know something i think these guys they do a really good job about thinking about the next game or thinking about the game at hand not the game that passed you know like a lot of a lot of a lot of uh players what tends to happen if you get inside your head is that if you let the past game dictate your game that you're playing now or the future game then you, you're just sitting there and you're losing yourself in your in your head and you're going to have more bad nights I think it's a good thing that they put him in there. Um, I think that if next game would be a good time to rest him, but I think it was good to kind of keep him in there. It shows it shows him from the coach. It shows him that the coach trusts him and that they're not just going to pull him out for every game that he plays bad in or that something happens because it wasn't just him. You know, it's the whole team. The team has to play well. And you can't blame everything on the keeper, you know, he's or the goalie. Sorry. Uh, he's, you know, he's well, uh, I mean, it, not he, so much he, put blame blaming him, but five to two no. in the third period with his injury record. Yeah, but I mean, it's just one of those things like. I don't know for me. It's because this is Kemper, right? Or are we talking about Ronta? Yeah, Kemper. We're Kemper. Yeah, Kemper. Yeah. So. Kemper, yeah, he's injured, but I think what happens is that you start to notice it after, like, the third game. Uh, and I remember when we had him in for a few games uh, too long and they were back-to-back games or games that were, like, a day apart, uh, you did see uh, you did see Darcy Kemper get a little tired and he out with his injury and everything. I, like I said, if the next game they put him in, then I'd be a little bit more worried about uh, Darcy Kemper. I think today is just more of that uh, get him in there, get the get this series over with and then uh we'll we'll move on to the next series with the next team because we have well another game with them to, uh tomorrow or is it sunday yes another game with them uh, tomorrow, so we're, right? playing, we're, we're playing tonight and i think we play i think we play sunday or monday it's, um yeah it's not it tomorrow be so but before uh before kenny responds to that jeremy i'm gonna throw it to you what i'm gonna equate this to i know you played baseball you weren't a pitcher but a pitcher that goes out and has a bad outing you know you just got six runs against you in the second inning you got pulled you have to wait a week before you can prove yourself again because you, you got you got to see your teammates go out there you know the full rotation happen them having good games and everything and you're just sitting on the bench like man 
three days ago i fucked up four days ago i fucked up and just waiting for your next chance to get on the mound like so that that's that's what i'm equating this to what do you think on that yeah no i totally agree first of all let me go ahead and jump in and say the coyotes play the golden knights on sunday at 2 there it is so that's the game there it that is, buddy. Uh, we Thank were looking you. for right there and yeah no i actually totally agree with that you know um it, it's kind of that that sitting waiting patiently to get your turn again hoping that you can get out there and uh different results you know but uh while you're doing that you need to go and study film get in the weight room or you know get practice get your habits back and yeah see what you can do you know all right kenny what do you think about uh darcy darcy situation right now i think it was fucking stupid that fucking rick tockett left a man in a (laughs) 5-2 game yes sir i think it was fucking stupid we weren't gonna win the game why are you fucking playing your ace in the hole and risking an injury? Like yes, what sir. happened last year, right after we acquired Taylor Hall, when we were first in our division. Yes. Everybody was everybody was so excited, Breach. and all of a sudden, fucking, we had a we had a a game against the Wild, which was just a shootout, right? It was just the Minnesota Wild was a shootout. It, I, the game ended eight to five. That's not a common hockey score, uh, but. Fucking Rick Tockett left Kemper in there, knowing that he has another ace in the hole. Yep. I mean, he's got he's got got another starter on the bench. Terms, yeah. If we're talking baseball terms, he's got one of the most stacked bullpens in the league, right? Yes. He's got fucking Darcy Kemper, uh, Aiden Hill, fucking Aunt, Auntie Ranta, and Aiden Hill. Those three potential starting goalies. I mean. Kemper's obviously no, a starting two goalie. starting goalies that, and a potential starting. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was going for. But anyway, um, it was fucking an idiotic move. Like we, it, he could have been one save away from a pulled groin, and that I was almost waiting for it to happen because I'm like, dude, that that's gonna get Tocket fired. No way, no way. If that's such a stupid play and. But to the to the point, like I'm not, I'm gonna stop shitting on Tocket here because again, he <laughs> sure? maybe maybe he's just maybe he's just made made a made a mistake. But whatever, uh, I'm glad that Kemper wasn't injured. But um, to to Jeremy and Lucio's point, uh, I don't think that goalies take it hard at all, especially Darcy Kemper or Darcy Kemper and Auntie Ranta. They 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 have a really good relationship. And um, they both know that they're 1A and 1B with a slight edge to Kemper. And uh, they're both happy to just, you know, help the team win. So um, I think that both goalies are okay sitting on the bench and, and uh, you know, analyzing the game and, and you know, getting – you know, getting getting a different perspective than they normally see. And, and it's just nice to have two fresh goalies uh, ready to go. So, um, I uh, yeah, I – I'm really confident in the Coyotes goaltending. I just, uh, I thought it was a fucking dumb move, like by the coaching staff. But hey, you know they're paid millions. I'm not, hey. so maybe they know <laughs> yeah. something I don't. All right. So before we leave off on this whole uh, Coyotes conversation, how do you think this week is going to go after facing uh, Las Vegas Knights tonight and Sunday again, and then starting the series with <laughs> talking baseball terms again, <laughs> start starting the series against uh, Anaheim. I thought it was St. Louis next. Is it not St. Louis? No, it's Anaheim, then St. Louis. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so um, I I know I, I'm a very 
I don't, I don't want to say narcissistic. You're a realist, person, but yeah, I'm a realist. Um, the Coyotes, as much as I've talked down on them, uh, I've really been impressed with their play this year. Uh, there's been, there's been just periods where I'm like, holy shit, this team looks like a completely different team. Like completely different. We have puck possession. We're winning board battles. We're winning puck battles. We're winning face-offs. Like we're, you know, I think that we should have won the first two games against Vegas. Um, it just we let our foot off the gas, and I think again that that, that boils down to coaching. Um, you know, I don't I don't think that you should start protecting the lead when you've got a hot stick. I think if you got a hot stick, just keep that stick fucking hot because guess what? Goals win games. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about like, oh, we're up two to one, so I'm going to start my fourth line every fucking shift. You know, like I don't. I don't want to hear that. But um, the Coyotes, the Coyotes have fucking looked good, and uh, and that's that's a positive. And uh, I I I think that Vegas is a team that I absolutely loathe to my core because I feel like they were gifted a championship team. They were gifted so many assets to they they could just blow their load on expensive players in the league. I mean, they've they've got superstars on their team just because they were able to fucking trade all their assets for them. But so Vegas is a, is always going to be a tough matchup. Uh, but I was very encouraged by our first game against Vegas. I'm encouraged so far. The Coyotes leading one nothing in the first period. And we 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 looked really good. Um, our last power play was beautiful. Uh, even though we didn't score, it was it was really good. Um, it's just a different team, so I, I I think that you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold my breath and say oh yeah we can make the playoffs this season, but I don't think it's unrealistic. Hey, one second I to think... uh, jump in real quick. It's kind of a little different because it seems like a lot of the, a lot of it's doing a lot of back to backs with the same team. So it looks like you're playing every, you know, this yeah, it's, 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 like, it's like a baseball series. season this yeah, year. Exactly. So yeah, it's kind of basically a baseball season. Yeah, the so. the, the first the first game you kind of get to know them to see what every, everything is a mini playoff. Oh, everything is gonna be yeah. a mini playoff series mm-hmm. this season. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I've got a little bit of an inside source information on this. I know you guys love this, so yep. get your cocks Let's out go. and grab the KY. Um, but I I I'm being told that this might be a thing forever oh okay that they're liking this yeah that that the players are are highly advocating for mini series during the during the season because they feel like travel takes a lot out of them yes and if they if they get you know if they're playing a game in san jose and then have to go play a game in pennsylvania they're getting in at you know 2 a.m and have to get out and do a morning skate and then and then fucking play tired. I think and all sports so the, should adopt this besides football. I think basketball I, should adopt this I, and I think hockey should adopt this. I love the idea of playing the no, same I team agree. twice and, and I like you know, it. Yeah, I, I love it. No. I love it. And, and, and go, yeah. it goes in you know, especially w- especially when you lose that first game. Like, oh, you know what? We're going to get him back tomorrow why, like 2 days later. Why then, don't you like uh, it, Lucio? All right, Lucio, uh, give us your choice. Give us your yeah, uh, give us your disagree. For me, it's just one of those things that I like it. The, I like the way it was before. Um, it, it's just because you're not traveling. You don't like change. You no, don't like no, change. Get off my lawn. You're you're sitting there talking about how all oh, the travel. 
but it's not just it's not just that team. Every team has to travel. Everyone has to suffer through that whole thing. And I think that hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop right there. I want you to con- continue your thought. But I can't. Uh, continue every team. Ha- <laughs> no, 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 I I want you to, but I want you to. I want to stop you right there and just and, and think about this before you finish your thought. Think about the Eastern teams where every state is jam-packed on the East, and then think about the teams like Coyotes and San Jose who have to do much more traveling to get to a interdivisional component or opponent um, versus someone that's playing in New York and New Jersey. But okay. go ahead. So, so even to that point, so – Everyone still does it, but then you, you want to go that route. We can go that route, too. So wouldn't it just be better adapted that the people from the West Coast are just more adapted to traveling so they're going to be able to rest better or know how the how the game is? And when a team from, like, Pittsburgh no, or no, Pennsylvania that. or New York have to fly from New York to, Toronto, uh, to Edmonton to uh, San Jose to Arizona, then to Dallas, then fly back, do you think that they're, they're going to feel it more because they don't have to do it as often because Pennsylvania is right next to Philadelphia, uh, you know, and then or yeah, uh, Pennsylvania is right next to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, next so. to New York, next to New Jersey, you, next to next to Calgary, next and they're to they're not next to each other. I can go on. No, Calgary is on the other you, side you, of the border. Uh, you know, you, Detroit. I'm my glad point, you know my, geography. This would be a bad segment if you didn't know geography. Extent of like where the traveling part they're traveling further and they have to do it they're doing it so no it's not the same and, and you guys are going to say no it's travel it's still the same it's not the same because they're not fine it you know i don't know about so you, guys, you feel the I, same after a six hour to, road when, trip than a one hour road trip what was that you feel the same after a six hour road trip to san diego than you do uh if you take a quick two hour trip up to flagstaff is what it the I'm same saying, thing what I'm saying is if I take in one year, I take a bunch of road games that are far away. I'm get, I know how to prepare myself for a far road game more often than a person that doesn't have far road games every year. And they have to go somewhere far. They're not prepared for it as well as someone who's constantly having to travel further distances throughout the, throughout the year. That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't find it valid. I, I, I see what thing. you're saying. I don't. I'm not saying it's the same you. thing. What I'm saying is that one person is is further. Like one one's gonna adapt better. It's like when you adapt to the heat. Like the heat, people that play in the heat don't adapt as well. Adapt as better than the people that play up in like high country. You know, like up north and stuff. So, well. I, I see what you're saying, Lucio, but uh, we play more interdivisional games and interconference games than we do out, out of conference games. So, I, it, just to give you a, a you know perspective, we only play Montreal twice in a year. It's a home game and an away game. You know that's the standard NHL schedule. So, if you think about that, Montreal is sitting there saying like, I gotta, I gotta fucking travel to Arizona, Edmonton, St. Louis, you know, San Jose, all that, once, okay. and then they come back and they travel yeah. once, right? Which, which what I'm saying, but, but what I'm what I'm saying is on the East Coast, mm-hmm. East Coast, they're playing they're playing games where they're like fifty minutes, thirty minutes. 
an hour and a half away from their opponents where like if you know arizona needs to travel to edmonton that's like a three four hour flight you know like it's 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 a lot different on the west coast than it is on the east coast and the east coast always has a traditionally always has a better uh schedule as far as uh travel and and i think that that's why the player the players i mean i'm not i'm not just speculating the players want this because they're like dude i don't mind going to montreal and getting you know a two-game series out of the way and then being done with them for a year yep you know, I don't. I don't sense. mind going to Washington and doing it for two games and, and being done with them for a year. You know, well, it's like well, I don't. Well, being yeah. done with going there because at the same time we want those home games. Well, yeah, exactly. You well, know? it would be. I, I'm just throwing out. Like, I have no idea what the NHL would do as far as uh, as, as scheduling. You know, opponents because they all they all the NHL's goal is to make sure that home teams get to see every team once a year. Okay, yeah. so, so my right, right. do, do you have anything like other I, than I, travel? I heard the whole thing incorrectly. All right, do you have anything other than travel? Why you don't like this new scheduling? Like I told you, I like I said right now, I feel like I misheard the whole like the the start of this whole thing. Are you talking about like in general? Like to a mini series for each, each. Yeah. Yes, exactly. we would like this there. to be the standard. So you would do like a two game series at Pittsburgh, and then you'd come back, and you don't have to worry about going to Pittsburgh again. Or are you talking about how yes, it is exactly. on the Western nope, Conference exactly, right exactly now? Exactly how you just said West, it. Exactly. Oh no, yeah, that no. that is it, Lucio. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're thinking. I think you're thinking of. You're thinking uh, about of the East Coast trip. You're the yeah, region. I'm thinking of, no, no. About the, the, you we're, we're thinking so. Way. Example, you you example is we go to like Duds. You, like you, you know, just said that you want that you said that it's gonna stay like this, and I was like, oh, so we're just gonna be playing the West Coast teams the whole time. All right, so, uh, no, you yeah. misheard us. That's not how we said. We're you all just on the same page us, again. Yeah. So, so with the information that you were you you know just got, are you you're against it? You're with it now? You like it? Well, it's better, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's I'm, better. I'm so. I'm, 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 I would like it to be the same way, but at so the same you don't time, like I guess change. I understand where it's where they're coming from. Where Get Kenny's coming from, lawn. at least with the whole um, East Coast has usually a better schedule because of the fact that everyone's closer. I guess I can get behind this. All right, you know what? When I asked that, I was supposed to be like a just a quick transitional question, and now I forgot where we were going. <laughs> there is no such thing as quick transitional questions. There's always quick transitional questions. That's what you learn in broadcast school. Did you go to broadcast school? I am assuming that's what you learn at ah, broadcast school. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I do not yeah, see Danny, a black Danny or a went to public school for his broadcast on the wall. I, uh, After school program. Can you can can we just take a quick break to? To show Lucio, Lucio, this is what you're missing, like the new setup that we have. I worked very hard on this. Hey, Lucio, Lucio, me. Wow. Me. Cannot get any I'm kind missing of... out. God me. damn it. All right. Nah. Me. So move, moving on to our, our next team that we are going to cover here is uh, to the Phoenix Suns, who came back after, you know, seven days off due to their postponed games and everything. And... Uh, didn't look like they were they were all the way there. And then we were talking off air before we were going that Chris Paul was pretty much the one coming forward. And uh, Jeremy, you brought this up, that famous interview that he gave. No, I did not bring that up. That's see, look, see, it's, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to uh, Kenny once again. Kenny, bring it up. All right, man. Well, 
I don't I don't get a lot of Suns coverage out where I'm at, but I, I will briefly touch on it, and I want you guys to take over. Um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, let me I, let me I, actually sorry sorry to cut you off. Let me go ahead and give some context. This was after the last game, correct? Yes. All right. So yeah, this was actually after the Suns go ahead and beat the Rockets, uh, one hundred nine, one hundred three. Um, I finally got a game out of DeAndre Aiden that I've been begging to finally see. He finally put up 26 points. Uh, well, I mean, he scores. He, he gets his points. He had 17 rebounds. Honestly, you just needed to watch the game. He just he was a force to be reckoned with. It was awesome to see. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I, Kenny's going to touch on it a little bit more. I guess Chris Paul was not happy with the showing. And, yeah, go ahead. What do you say? Yeah, so there was a there was an interview after the game, and the in in arena hosts was was basically coming with the enthusiasm they're paid to come with, like, oh yeah, you guys must be psyched, like tell us what went right. And Chris Paul was pissed. He was he was on the on the sidelines, and they're like, what's you know, tell us what's in your head. And you know, he's like, I'm not happy. You know, like I uh, I expect more from this team. Like that everybody wants to celebrate this win. But this is a game that we should have won, absolutely. And I don't like how close it got. And and he was basically just saying, like, dude, like, I, I don't know why we're, we're getting all up in arms over a win. That's not the type of player I am, and that's not the type of pe- team I want to be on. I don't want us to fucking celebrate the easy wins. We should have we should have won this game, and it should have never gotten this close. And so, you know, that's that's not verbatim. That's like me just, you know, paraphrasing what he said. Um, but it kind of caught the end of Rena host off guard. He was like, Oh, well, um, well tell us your thoughts. And he's like, well, I just did, you know, like <laughs> it was, it was like, you know, it, it's honesty that you want to see out of a leader. And so, you know, the in arena host was like, well, let's transition to a positive note. Let me hear about your, your thoughts on Deandre Ayton's games. You know, like the last two games, he's looked like, you know, a different player. And he was like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. You know, DeAndre Aiden, he knows what he can do, and I know what he can do, and he should be doing it every night, not every other night. Yep. And the arena host is like, shit, his pants. He's like sitting there, like, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of fucking, I'm running out of shit to say, you know, like, um, this was not in right. the script. Chris Paul's right. I mean, like, DeAndre Aiden knows what he can do. You're, you're, you're first overall draft pick, man. Like, you got to fucking play like it. You got to come and bring that intensity every night. We saw what you can do. So do it every night. Do it like it's your profession. Get in there and get angry. Get fucking mean. You know, like fucking and and that's what Chris Paul that's the kind of mean intensity that Chris Paul brings. Mean so, machine. Yeah, you know, the last mean two games machine. he's talking about. I mean the last two look, games he's talking Chris about Paul he went ahead and played every other uh, NBA player. And you're like, dude, that guy does not look mean. But I tell you what, that motherfucker has a mentality of a warrior and a winner. And obviously he's a winner. I mean, he's, a, he, you know, we, we see his, his track record and he's a great addition for the Suns. I don't care how old he is. He's still got ball and he can fucking, and, and he brings the intensity that the Suns need because if they put the pieces together, they can be a deep playoff contender. And that's why the trade that the Suns fans were 50-50 on losing Kelly Oubre, um, that's why the trade happened is because yep. you're like, we believe in our team. We believe that they can make a deep run. 
but we need somebody that can come in here and fucking instill that energy night after night. And I loved the fact that CP3, after a winning game, was pissed the fuck off and said, no, I don't fucking like it. I'm not going to celebrate. We won. I get it. You know, that's fucking points on the board there for the stand or the points in the standings there. But that's that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So yeah. I thought it was a great interview. To that point, though, with the Suns, because we're talking about the Suns now, I guess. So uh, the Suns really need to be careful because the Denver Nuggets have been on a losing streak the last few the last few games. Uh, and the Denver, Nuggets, going this. the Denver Nuggets have some good players on their team. They play very well as a team. So talking about how they need to play every game. Like, you know, Chris Paul was saying, he needs to play every game like that. He needs to perform the way he's been performing as a, as a number one overall draft pick. Um, and they shouldn't be celebrating these easy losses. He's, he's right. They're going to come up against, you know, a Denver Nugget team that's been, been wanting to win for the last couple nights um, against a, a Suns team that could be caught off guard because they just won their last game against the Rockets. And if Chris Paul doesn't have that talk with them and, you know, if he did have that talk with them, uh, I'm looking for the Suns to, you know, unfortunately beat my Denver Nuggets uh, and beat them pretty bad, you know, because uh, the Nuggets right now are in that mentality space where they're not doing so well and they're they're, they're losing traction. Um, so they need to really step it up. Um, but the Suns can definitely take this one if they keep playing the way they played last night or the other night. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, last night was okay. Like, they, I mean, it wasn't last night, actually. It was Wednesday. Sorry, you said last night. You just got me confused. But, no, it wasn't last night. It was Wednesday. And, yeah, no, I mean, DeAndre Aiden really needs to go ahead and step up his game. As he was talking about, I mean, he played 26 points, 17 rebounds, five blocks. That's where I really, really enjoyed it was the five blocks. Oh, that's much better. Thank you. Uh, much better. Yeah, no. So, yeah, he went ahead and put in the five blocks. And if you just – I mean, it, it's good – to know that um, every you know he scored the points, and if you look on paper, it looks decent. But you had to watch the game to see how dominant he was. But when they keep talking about the last two games, I don't know why they keep saying the last two games because the game before that was a loss. So I don't really know where they're talking about the last two games. He went ahead and put in 18 points and 16 boards. Yes, 16 boards is good, but he was 50 from the free field goal, and that's not something we need from DeAndre Aiden. Big men. Like DeAndre Aiden, who's supposed to be running that point. He is not, I'm sorry, not running the point. Running the floor the in, paint. The, in the paint. Thank you very much. Running that paint. They should be scoring at least at least 70, 70 to 75% from field goal. They should not be missing many field goals. And they should be getting a bunch of second-chance points. And that's what we were supposed to be expecting from Aiden. Him with this you know, three-point shooting. Bro, he's shooting 16% from three-point. Stop. Yeah, and and that's what I wanted to touch on, um, especially for Aiden, because like you said, fifty percent, and that's because those outside shots. That is because and those outside. Sixteen percent of the time, you get your bench up because you made that three. You feel that energy, and sixteen percent is not worth it. It's really not. You you get the same kind of reaction from both, you know, your 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 bench players, your your team, the fans at home, the reporters, everything. If you just dunk it on the inside. So. We can, we will take a two, and honestly, that's kind of why we got you. And not to be rude, and I keep throwing my own agenda in there. Everybody knows how I feel. I want Andre Drummond. Why do I want Andre Drummond? 
because we need an inside paint presence. We need someone to guard. We don't need anybody else trying to stand at the line going. Did you know the Suns are one of the top three teams, I, I believe top three, top five in the mid-range shots? Mid-range shots made. That means the Suns are not settling for three points. If they get somebody mm-hmm. up there, they can get it. They'll go ahead and go. Bro, they go for the open shot. And that is one thing I am loving about this team. Everybody is playing together. But unfortunately, bro, it was terrible losses. That that loss to Memphis shouldn't have happened. That loss to Washington shouldn't have happened. That Detroit. loss to Detroit definitely should have happened. That was the one that disappointed me the most mm-hmm. was the one to Detroit. And if you know that if the game would have gone on another two minutes, that might have been another – the Rockets might have pulled one out from under the Suns. And that's why because I believe what Kenny was saying – why Chris Paul was so mad because yep. he felt the he, energy he, he saw it coming. And let's be honest about it. This has always been a Suns problem. Yep. Not being able not being able to close out in the last not even not even the last couple minutes, the last quarter. The you know, like one thing you talked about touched on uh, off camera, uh, we were talking about the third quarter and how they always give that up. Yep. How uh, when it when it comes it was just this famous curse for them. Third quarter comes around, it's cold as ice shooting. <laughs> Kind of sluggish on the floor. <laughs> Defense has been just terrible. Teams would go on 10 and 0, 12 and 0, you know, 15 and 0 runs against us in that start of the third quarter. That just throws off the game. Sure, have those games we came back and made it competitive. You know, a good 10% of those games we came back and won. Lucio's getting yelled at, so let's listen in live. I'm Fisher Championship <laughs> team, baby. Uh, but uh, but but that's what it was. It was always the third quarter. That was that was just a shit show, and it, and it was an Arizona thing because both the Phoenix Suns Brittany and the Phoenix Grindr, Mercury, baby. oh yeah, yeah, had the same problem. Real. Third quarter, they just could not get it together. I will never ever compare oh. the Phoenix Suns to the Phoenix Mercury. I believe the Phoenix Mercury yeah, well, three no, championships. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 four. Oh wait, four. no, they were going for the fourth. One. Yeah, no, they have three. You know what I'm saying? So Dan, I would never Dan, ever. Danny's extremely familiar the Phoenix with Grindr. Mercury like that. Man, Tarasi, baby, Tarasi, baby. I got some stuff on Griner that uh, what? This is Arizona sports, man. Yeah. But hey, can we'll, I we'll, say we'll hit back on we'll hit back on, on this another here. show. No, um, we'll hit back on this another show. Have, so, so anyway, I have a funny moving. Feeling that Phoenix is no. going to be one of those teams that players are going to want to go play for. I mean, Le- LeBron was interested at one point. Uh, just because of the obviously the the, lo, the locale, um, what I'm saying is the locale. No. I have a feeling that with the players that we have on our roster, we could see another fucking Miami Heat situation. We could see another Los Angeles Lakers situation. We could see another Clip Clipper situation. Could see a, another Net situation where players are like, you know what? Let's just go fucking bring that town a championship and go live in a place that we want to live and play ball. And I would love to see, because the NBA is the only league, in my opinion, even over baseball, which is kind of funny to say because they have no salary cap, but the only league where super teams form, and it's just because of the type of sport they play, or super super teams. I I don't know if I said super leagues, but super teams will form, and I think that the Suns could be a super team. But right. I, I I can jump on top of this. I really jump because uh, I can honestly think that um, yeah no um, my co-host just brought it to my attention, Danny in, in studio, and I didn't really think about it because I've been saying it for a while how 
I believe DeAndre Aiden is, I mean, this is now or never. This year is do or die. And I can honestly see them not wanting to lose Booker and actually trading DeAndre Aiden and giving up some more. Because I believe we'll be at Booker's mercy. And they'll do whatever they want to keep him there. Knowing that they're best friends and in Kentucky, I can see Cat and Aiden being switched out. Um, And one thing I want to touch on as well, I wanted Chris Paul last year. Uh, I wanted Chris Paul. You touch on it every episode. (laughs) Good. Then just... uh, all right, there we go. <laughs> hey, just try to stay consistent. Make sure you all know. But no, yeah, like there, there's a lot of difference in there. You know what? Uh, Dave Pash actually went on a, a interview this week and said that last year before COVID hit, and uh, the summer before the the scene started, the uh, Phoenix Suns were kind of uh, they weren't shopping Aiton, but they were kind of you know taking calls. They were kind of you know they were testing, test, the waters. yeah, seeing what he, because that was after his rookie year. That he really didn't put up what they thought, especially compared with uh, Luca, like everyone always does. So, um, so they were kind of, you know, showing uh, they were entertaining ideas, I guess is what we're to say. Uh, Obviously, he stuck around. I mean, I love the fact that he's sticking around. And um, if it, but if it comes down to just a straight swap, I'll take that any day. DeAndre for for Cat. Where do I sign? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, DeAndre is one of those uh, uh, players that teams would take a flyer on, especially if there's a first-round pick accompanied with it because they think that maybe just the Suns is not a good fit. He's still still young. And, uh, yeah, I feel like if you you can get a a proven player like we did with CP3, um, maybe even bigger than CP3, then why not man like you your your window is running out to keep booker so let's just fucking pull the trigger if we have to and and take our loss on the first overall pick but you know potentially win a championship and that's what it's all about oh yeah i totally agree with that as well i um was telling everybody as well that um yeah no this is the last year for booker i mean this i mean i don't if we don't make the playoffs he's gone there, yeah. there's no yeah, there's i, I, I there's and you can you can bank on that. You can bank on that. I don't believe that Booker's gonna stay with how consistent he's been for us, with how much he has developed, with how many coaches he's been through, with how much change the organization has done around him, and nothing has has resulted in anything re- remotely looking like a winning season. So I'm pretty sure he's done with that. And I know that there's plenty of teams that he can go to that need a second guy or even you know. Like, I mean, let's be honest about it. Super or number teams. one somewhere else. I mean, well, hey, super teams are, yep. you know, super teams are synonymous. But I don't think he would go somewhere where he wants to be the number one guy. Maybe the number one uh, guard, but he's, he's yeah. gonna, you know, I don't see him going anywhere where he maybe wants to be the number one guy. I think he's definitely going to okay. want some type of help. All right. Uh, so before we close out this uh, this whole Suns uh, conversation, Lucio, throw down yeah. a bet, man. You got two games. Oh. What are we talking about? We're talking about Nuggets and yeah. Suns. No, I don't bet on games. You know, I'll that. give you. I'll, I'll give like you the losing. advantage. It's a two-game sweep, and uh, anything other than that, you win. Wow. Okay. Two games. Lucy, I take that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Danny, Danny, you better throw money on that. We're throwing beer. We throw beer around I'm here. Good at, wait, wait, we don't throw beer. 
watch. <laughs> Throw it back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he has just caught the studio. The studio is on fire. The ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, did Danny just throw it back? I'm so glad I'm not there. All right, so so what's it going to be? Oh, okay, hold on. He's before all, we go, bust it. Bust I have it. a question before, before we go. Did you? Did, was I the only one that saw the guy on there? I just no, messaged just, you about that. Don't 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 worry yeah, about yeah, it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just. I just messaged you about that. That's gonna be coming I'm up. Our next about. segment. Our next segment is gonna be playoff football tomorrow. Or I'm okay. sorry, not tomorrow, okay. Sunday. And uh, anyway, you know, our, ne- uh, our next our next segment is gonna be that our our studio is haunted, and we're gonna do a ghost adventures and yeah. see who joined our feed <laughs> mid free midstream here. I think that'd be more exciting. So, Lucio, what was what was your final thought, Lucio? So, anyways. Uh, my final thought on this subject for the Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Um, I don't know. I, I won't take that anyways. I, I'm already. I'm not. All right. I he's won't done. take he's that. Not, he's I, he's, I he's not going to take that. Right. Bet, what was the bet? Hold on. Wait, wait. What was the bet? What was the bet? It would, it would have been uh, what, 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 10 or 12. 12 no, no. What was the bet? What was what the bet? It was a Suns win two, the both the games. If they split or, or Denver wins both, like that, that was all Lucio. Uh, Lucio, I take that bet, dude. If it's a twelve nah, pack of beer, Lucio's a smart man. We already won that last game, and we coming with vengeance. So yeah, yeah. no, he's, yeah. he's smart. I, 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 I agree with Lucio's sentiment. By the way, I mean, I I think that a lot of teams, after a win, they take their foot off the You're gas. You're gonna see pedal. it happen, Lucio. Yeah. So and that's why that's why but, I love having Chris but, Paul here because Chris Paul. I mean, that, he may exactly. not be. He may not be the most likable mm-hmm. guy, but damn it, he knows how to win and he knows what he wants to win. That's why I think him and James Harden didn't get along. Because let's be honest about it, James Harden looks like a real casual dude when it comes to uh, his season Jim. preparation, you know. And uh, I mean, James Harden looks like a bitch right now. I feel it's like it's that, like the Shaq and Kobe. That's thing. a whole nother situation. Like, work, We're not work, going. But yeah, like, I want to go to Miami and chill. That's perfect i love what lucio had when you know what i'm saying just some want it a lot and mind you chris paul has done so much in his career and he still doesn't and have trust a ring, me. So and well, he sure wants it man yet. he wants to, he wants to win he wants to get a championship yeah. he wants to be there man so totally he understandable chris, why you chris wouldn't take paul that wants bet to bring man arizona it's i totally understand yes, that's what chris paul that wants that to bet, do man. so anyways i i'm not gonna take the bet uh i'm not dumb right now i think my nuggets are on uh, on a little bit of rebuilding in this not rebuilding but like in the sense of <laughs> refining that's, them, what he, re- that's what he said <laughs> refining themselves uh, in the next couple games What's up? so yeah. yeah i hope your i hope your nuggets refine themselves bud all right i really do <laughs> all right guys you know what let's go we're going to take a quick break right here and when we come back we are going to come back with NFL playoffs we got two great games coming along championship sunday i know we're all excited so we'll be right back this is sticks and kicks all right we are back can i just say the fucking disrespect that we are seeing right now on screen lucio refused to come into the studio with his contract contract obligation. I didn't refuse. I told you. I, and I right now it. we are seeing him go across the pool into a hot tub with five other guys. <laughs> what the hell, Lucio? Well, these guys don't judge me for not coming in. 
Wait, that's this guy. The studio, but they judge you. They judge. They judge you for not coming. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, What's welcome wrong? back. This is Sticks and Cakes, and We're right now I want to welcome it. a very special guest. Right now, first time on this podcast, Mr. Max. I don't know his last name. His name is Max. I know his he, name. His name is. That's Max. All I've ever heard about the last the details. Don't the, tell him. Don't tell his him. His name is A. No, I love Max, the last name. The last name the is Power. Super fan. There it is. Ah, Max Powers. Hey, hey, any any uh relation to that's not, Max that's Powers? That's not your last name, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is. Oh, okay. Fucking it's badass, dude. This guy's <laughs> destined to be a porn star. All right. Already well, all right, no! There it is. I've seen it. Five, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Max, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. I, I, I'm happy to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. This is uh, a dream come true to be with y'all motherfuckers. Hey, man, we're happy to have yeah. you, man. We know that you are one of, well, my personal, you are one of my best friends. So that's let's go ahead and throw that out there. I love you, man. Um, you are one of the biggest Green Bay Packer fans. Not only are you a fan that I know, but you are actually a part owner, correct? That is true. And uh, I love you too, brother. Um I am an owner. I spent that 200 bucks uh, proudly. <laughs> um, I have the uh, certificate hanging in, in, in my bedroom, and uh, I, I stare at it every day. And, you know, we're, 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 we're almost there, boys. We, 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 we're almost there. Ah, with the double time, because he knows, because he's did it twice, because it's going to take him two games to go ahead and get that Super Bowl. So you know what? If it's cool with Danny, can I go ahead and just take over? Please. We're just going to start Please. it off. Go. We're going to go ahead and start off with the, uh, I believe, is it the first game? First game. Or, yeah, that's the first yeah. game. Yeah. So we're just going to jump right into it, man. Packers and Buccaneers, man. Last time you guys met, uh, well, didn't go too well, man. So, uh yeah, man. What are you thinking, man? It, it, it did not go well at all, man. Uh, it, it, it was a horrible beatdown. And um, I think uh, I think I, I look at it as like a blessing. I think it's a good thing. I think it'll help us to win um, on Sunday. I think it'll give us an edge. I think, you know, we, we will learn from our mistakes. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I say we like I'm on the field, but I, I, I truly feel – you know, when I'm behind oh, that's the how TV, we all talk. like well, I am, you are an field, owner. You know, it's a, it's a religious mind state. You know, it's you are an owner, sir, and that's okay because <laughs> I, everybody I, 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 in I this table it, it says gives me no we. power. You know, at all. I, I, Aaron I Rodgers no... is your employee. Ah, <laughs> you pay his salary, sort of. Kind it, just, of. <laughs> it, it, it just gives you like full masturbation capabilities exactly. every night you stare at that thing yeah, yeah i get it, that it's for situations but, like yeah. this where i you know i can say hey i'm an owner motherfucker shut the fuck up and funny uh, story yeah, about yeah, exactly. the green bay packers actually i own aaron Rodgers. so funny <laughs> story about the green bay packers it's not even a super funny story <laughs> let's hear lucio's sidebar what's lucio's sidebar my uh my uh boss at my on my job she's from wisconsin and uh, she got married in Lambeau Field. Oh, shit. oh that's pretty cool. Nice. That's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty that's dope. That's badass. 
Uh, so she doesn't she doesn't really know too much about the Packers anymore because she doesn't really watch football. But she's like, yeah, I got married at the Lambeau Field. Yeah, it's pretty. That cool. is actually pretty. Cool. So, she, so she had to consult. She had to consult with Max. Uh, yeah, she had to let Max know. Send him a, te- a message. Over yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, Matt, Max, is the field open? He's like, yeah, I guess I can open it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So Max, after talking about that uh, unfortunate loss, um, you know, I I know it's still fresh on the mind, but. That was a while ago. I, I'm not really sure. I remember it was a Sunday night game. I can't remember if it was week three, week four, or something like that. But um, knowing that, what do you guys think you guys have to get done this uh, this weekend in order to go ahead and uh, you know get your trip? Well, I think we need or to. Or do... actually, to stay in Tampa because if what what are they coming to you or are you going to them? No, we're, they're they're coming to us. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there you go. Us, so yeah, what. Which... Is, I think is a whole different changes the whole conversation. You know, I, I I'd be a lot less confident. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. If if they were going to Tampa, um, I think you know we do. Uh, so so what happened last game was we got up. We we do what we always do. We we exploded our offense all over the field, and uh, we got up early, ten points, and then we we put up shit the rest of the rest of the game. And uh, you know our problem is our defense. You know, when our offense isn't always, you know, can't always keep it going, our defense needs to step up and, and, and hold us. And that was not the case last week, uh, that game. So um, I, I think we just we just can't, you know, give up that gas. I, I don't know if you saw that um, news conference with the with the new co- uh, Lions new coach. Um, oh, no, no, not the Lions new coach. Hey, Robert bro, Sala, hey, the, Kenny, uh, Jess new coach. Kenny, hold on one second, one second. What's a, hey, Kenny, man, turn that game down. Yeah, can you? Can you hear yeah. that? <laughs> oh, that's just me masturbating over the Green Bay Packers. My bad, guys. Hey, it's all right. Continue. It sounds a lot like hockey. Is That's what's crazy about it. It sounds like a lot like Coyotes oh, hockey. That's what it sounds like when I masturbate. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so, yeah your, your defense um, is having trouble when your offense can't really, can't really hold, right? Right, right. We need our defense to uh, definitely step up this game, and and I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say Tom Brady gets picked twice in this game. Yikes! I'm gonna make Ooh, a bigger bold yikes. prediction. I think you fucking stomp the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bro. Like I, the way I'm not that this that. man. Has been playing. I'll say it for you, sir. The way that this man has been playing, and it doesn't matter when I say it because I'm not a fan of so it. Because it doesn't. Because I don't care if they win or lose. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You guys can go either way for me. I'm already out the playoffs. But the way that Aaron Rodgers has been playing this year, it's undeniable. It's just very obvious that man is having fun. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in because I feel like I need to jump in here because y'all talking way too much and giving way too much uh, gas on the, the, the Tom Brady's. So the Tom Brady's or, or Tampa Bay, I mean, they are uh, they, they're, they're going to come in, man. I, I'm, uh, I don't think Green Bay is going to be able to hold them. And the reason well, why they, I say they, this is nothing against Green up. Bay. That's I like Green, like I like Green Bay and I think contract. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback and, I, you know, love the organization. But with Tom Brady coming into an organization with a team that wasn't as great as everyone thought it was, I did not have any respect for the uh, the Buccaneers. And then Tom Brady just showed me something different. And the reason why I'm a Panther fan, so Tom Brady's in my division, 
and he just like his own he just stopped. He knocked out Drew Brees and made it look easy, like child's play. He's gonna come in, and you know they, he has the offensive weapons. He has receiver after receiver, and then he has you know. Antonio Brown is officially out for this game. Oh, yeah, with but the uh, uh, hang on, but just, before we get into that, a super big loss there. Yeah, and uh, and another thing, I don't think is that he made it look easy. I think. Didn't the defense pick him off? Oh, he struggled. Like, he yeah, struggled he, that this was season. A, that very was a hard. very Don't hard get me wrong. Game. He is and still one of the greatest injured. quarterbacks to play. And Drew Brees was heavily yep. injured. I mean, that guy broke 11 ribs. You guys know that? Or yes, 11 no, fractures. He, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Whose he, fault he, is that then? That's the organization's fault. Don't play. Don't. No, I know. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying Drew Brees is a fucking his fault for wanting to play football. And there's nothing wrong with playing football. You know, I mean, it's his fault for wanting to play football. There's nothing wrong with you know, it's. I mean, yeah, yeah that's what no, happens when you no play football. Being made yeah, here. People it's just get their leg, legit pumping yeah. Drew Brees' tires. Like that's amazing. Yeah, no, uh, that, that, that's amazing. Uh, but uh, what I'm trying to say is, is, and I'm not making excuses, but I am stating the obvious. I mean, this Tom Brady man, did not walk in there. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be at his hundred percent. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is like going to be what his third MVP, I think. If, yeah, I mean, if that, I want to say he's going to get the MVP this year. Max, correct me. How many MVPs does this man have? This this will be his third. This will be his okay. third. This exactly. will be his exactly. third. And I let's be honest conference. about it. it uh, most likely, <laughs> unless, unless the only thing I see happening is uh, Josh Allen getting his first MVP, which I won't really argue with too much. That man has played out of his mind. And not only did he play out of his mind, but Josh Allen is so amazing. Oh, man. He's turned that organization well, up. But that's going to be that's gonna be the next subject. We're going to stick on this subject. But, yeah, no, I, I see Aaron Rodgers manhandling that team. Why do you see no. Why do you see Tom Brady come? What, what do you think that Tom Brady is going to do different from everybody else? Can I, can I answer this? Hold on. Let me hear Lucio first, and then you jump in. Well, I mean, I think Tom Brady just also has that that kind of – he's had that chip on his shoulder all year where they, they said that he couldn't win without Belichick. He's winning with Bruce Arians, that okay. yeah, that traitor. Um, but, uh, yeah, he uh, – I think he just – I think he has more to prove. Aaron Rodgers, he has a lot to prove, and he's had season after season after season to do it with the same team with better players at one point, and then he still didn't get it through. Uh, like I said, not not trying to throw shade at, at, at you, Max, or anything. I'm no, just, you're you know, absolutely right, brother. You're absolutely right. So so I think that, you know, us saying that, oh, it's going to be like he's going to manhandle him is, is basically saying why didn't he manhandle the other teams the last couple of years he was in the playoffs? Why is it going to be this team particularly? And, this is a different and I mean, Tom Brady, he's Rogers. shown year after year. This is his 21st season, and yeah. he's made it to the playoffs again. Yep, 21st season. And it's an amazing feat. And this will be his, so if he, he wins, this will be his 10th fucking Super Bowl. Can you believe that shit? You know what's Super funny, Bowl. though? I and, love and throwing man, shade because um, like, I don't can want we him to all win at least be honest? Let's all at least be <laughs> honest about it. The Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins. That division Absolutely. was Absolutely. weak for a while. But, but, but regardless of that, Making it to the AFC champ because you still got to win two more games. Even if you win the division and you get the record, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Like even if you get in the playoffs, you still got to win at least three to four games mm. to get in the play. So I just let like, it, it's still a great feat, but there is a little. I don't want to throw an asterisk on it, but let's be honest; those three organizations were just awful. They they were uh, uh, and, and the Dol- the Dolphins have a 
pretty decent. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not talking about this season. We're not talking about this season. We're talking about in, in the, the years. last 20 years. Yeah, in the playing, last though, 20 I'm years. He was still with, with oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. So, I'm because because if, if we're talking about that, like, look at the Bills now. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. My thing is okay. too with that gotcha. is that you. even though you're you're absolutely right, the division was trash. You know, the goddamn Jets sucked. The, the, the Bills <laughs> the weren't very good, Jets. and the Dolphins weren't aren't good either. Um, that that good. They were all coming up. I mean, they all. I mean, except for the Jets, the Jets still can't do nothing, right? Um. But the 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 Bills came up and the Dolphins came up and they had a better better year this year and especially since Tom Brady was no longer with the they barely the missed Patriots, the playoffs. It took a lot of that organization's kind of uh, manpower away because you also had a lot of people from New England decide to opt out this season um, because like of said, the COVID. This I is only true. know these things because my girlfriend's a New England Patriots fan, so like I have to know these things. But um, with with the regard of you know with the last few years, yes. But then he, like you said, he did have to still play those two games with powerhouse teams, teams that made it, teams that did their work and got there to the playoffs as well, and probably beat a team before they got there. So you know they they had a, he had to really play beyond his game, and you know we've seen what Tom Brady can do with twenty eight to three and come back and destroy a completely confident organization, thinking they're going to win a Super Bowl and they get their ass beat. You know, so it, a lot a, of people are saying that. Um... The Buccaneers those, I just are don't gonna want need to the green. Like I want Tampa Bay to win. I know. <laughs> no, a the, lot of people are saying that Tampa Bay that they're gonna have to rely on the running game rather than Tom Brady. Well, they might. What? Do you, what? I mean, well, well, then that's not really on Tom Brady. Then is that? Well, I mean. It's a team sport. He has to hand it exactly. off to somebody. Thank you. See, I said that. I said that in that way. I said that in that way to see if, like, if like you would fight me on it. Yes, you should fight me on it. It doesn't matter if it's not on Tom Brady. It takes fifty-three <laughs> motherfuckers on that field to win the goddamn game. All right. And I well, just hate the fact that they let, let, let's let Kenny get his two cents in because you all have cut him off like three times. Oh, am I still a part of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys know I talk more than anybody in the world. So, I no, I I think you guys all make great points. I hate to cut you off, but Lucio had the best podcast. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But Lucio had the best. Yeah, Lucio's Kanye over there, or Taylor. Sorry, but. Yeah, I got a jam, so I wanna I wanna like put my final thoughts out there. First and foremost, Max, just welcome to the show, man. We really hope that you can come back and and uh, and talk some shit with us, man, because this is such a fun experience for all of us. I mean, like we don't get paid to do this; we just do this, and 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 people are entertained and and they enjoy it and they listen to us on their way to work, on their way home from work, and 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 it's just us just talking shit. So. Max, uh, I really appreciate you joining, and, and I'm sorry that I couldn't spend the entire time with you, but I really hope that you're coming on next um, and, and that you'll be on for future episodes. But my, my final thought, yeah, of course, man, of course. Uh, my final thought, and, and, I, and I had to lube you up before I really stick you, uh, I think Tom Brady's going to come in. And, oh, damn. And, you know what? I'm not going to lie. And, I was wondering where the fuck this was going. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really though, I really, I, I really did enjoy Max's input here, and I, and I, and I hope that he comes back on. But I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, 
I hated Tom Brady. I hated Tom Brady. I think I speak on behalf of 99% of NFL fans <laughs> when I say that I hated Tom Brady for the longest time. But, man, was I so fucking pumped to watch him succeed this year <laughs> without Belichick. Yeah, no, I can't lie. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I mean, you think about it, man. Like, you think – like everybody was like, oh yeah, you're only a great quarterback because of your coach. And then Tom Brady's like, dude, let me go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, he did oh, go to the beer. quarterback with. Oh my beer! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hold my beer! I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to Bruce Arians, who hated me in the beginning of the year, and and I'm, I'm gonna go to a team that had Winston as their quarterback for a long time. And don't get me wrong, I mean the 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 buck the Buccaneers are gifted at 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 the wide receiver position so it's not like he it's not like he had an extremely difficult transition um but i I, i'm just thing i think exactly i mean it's like right now we hate him especially you max and i don't under Mm. i I don't fucking blame you for hating him right now we're hating him but when he retires we're going to be able to tell our children and our grandchildren we watched one of the greatest if not the greatest nfl quarterbacks in the league oh you uh, guys are gonna and have, we, I'm, i might have to live through that and be like mom said that Tom yeah exactly you, you, you definitely are your kids are good your 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 kids are gonna have tattoos of number 12 gonna, like on the back of their hey, heads hey, like, it's by, gonna be it's gonna be like old. his kids are gonna walk but, up to him and be like mama said that yeah, one time well, tom brady was on the patriots because like, <laughs> right, so, tom brady's still but, gonna yeah, be in the league so, 10 years from now yeah, he's my, still gonna be in my, the league hey uh kenny kenny before before we let you go here uh, what do you think this breaking news happening right now that uh, Kike Hernandez to the Red Sox? I don't want to talk to you right now, dude. I already heard about this. This was like three hours ago, and I don't want to talk to you about this right now. All right. Well, let him go. <laughs> so we, of all places, of all places, as a Dodger, as a Dodger, bro, as a Dodger, you're going to go to the fucking Red Sox of all places. Like, you might as well sign it with Houston, Fuck dude. Like. Sox. Yeah, fuck the Red Sox. But anyway, guys, um, that's going to be I it like for the me. Um, the Coyotes are leading 3-1 to one yeah. going into the third period. Um, again, Max, appreciate you joining. Hope Somebody to have you on again. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. I, I, the I really don't give a shit if, if every week Tampa in my wins, life. This is the longest outro. I, I, would, I would like to see Tampa win. So that's why hey, he, all, that's why he announces football. he's going to you know, leave. I, hopefully – you know, I hope my Packers win, but it's just a game. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, I just love football, so this is that, that's what it's all about. So you know, I, I love to be honest. Well, dude, as as a as a fan, though, that's why he says I, I he know has that it's so more than just like a game. Yeah, yeah. As an it's owner, I know that it's more. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be like a breakup. It's gonna be like six breakups all at once. I'm gonna be going to the bar. It's gonna be crazy, Jeremy. Been you're there. gonna have my back, yeah. bro. But uh, yeah, you know, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> But it's like you just met a new side bitch, and her name is Sticks and Kicks. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, hey, best of luck to you, boys. Hey, Love you all. Last you, question, you be good. Quick, Ken. Uh, sure, sure. How bad are you doing in your fantasy? Uh, oh, I get this man out. Get him out of my there. Team, uh, In both of my leagues. Good job. That's terrible. Yeah, I did. I feel really good about it. I feel really good about starting a league that nobody wanted to join and I had to pull fucking teeth for people to join <laughs> for me to get the 12th overall pick, the last overall pick, and 
and my two stars getting injured. But yeah, I feel really good about it. So I appreciate you bringing that up, man. Of course, my dude. Like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm doing really well right now. Uh, you know, I'm actually like head with my guy. Hey, hold on, hold on. My final thought. I, I changed my final thought. My final thought is that Lucio was the last person to pay into this oh league, and all of a sudden he's got the biggest dick in the fucking fantasy league. Hey, do I not though? Do I not? <laughs> all right, right. I now. mean, you're looking all right. The only guy that's really right, but... really whipping the dick hey. out is this Team Linky guy. Have a talk with him. You, yeah, your 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 Cialis is gonna wear off soon, bud. Don't worry. We're never gonna get a sponsor. <laughs> what I'm what what right, I'm understanding know. is that you could have stayed on for another twenty minutes. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> that's literally what it sounds like. Yeah, that's basically what it turned oh, into because man. it always turns into that with you fucks. I was like sitting there, I was like, yeah, I'm only gonna be gone for thirty minutes, and it's like an hour and a half later. But whatever. Um, that just means that I love you fuckers and uh, you guys have a great rest of your podcast and uh, we'll see you next week. Max, I hope you're joining us next Absolutely, week. Absolutely, brother. Take it easy, man. All right, you guys take care. Bye. Later. And ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Kenny's attempt at breaking the longest goodbye in human <laughs> world record history. Why is he still here? Okay. Ah, he's gone. <laughs> oh my god. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so at one point in this podcast, we were talking about sports. I, I swear to you that this is a sports podcast. What sports? All right. So then uh well, Kenny left off that it was that it was going to be Tom Brady again. For me, it is definitely going to be a toss-up because one of the things that Jeremy, you and I were talking about before we started on this podcast was, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just saw. That. Yes, when they first met, um, it was totally one-sided, and Tampa Bay just went over the Packers on that on that game after that initial couple of drives. But then again. When Tom Brady faced the Saints the first time around, wasn't it also completely one sided game? And the and they completely time I, I, I think I think the Buccaneers got like two uh, got like the three points on the board with the field goal. That, no, that that's correct. And so then so, correct. so I mean it was, so that changed when it came to playoff time. It was a hard fought game. Huh. Defense definitely had Tom Brady's back that day. And they were able to beat Drew Brees, turning that 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 score around. And that's why I kind of I, I kind of think this game is um I I really really and that's what I think is that uh I think the Packers are gonna wipe the floor with the Bucks. But what I would like to see is a really good game. I mean, let's be honest about it. Both teams have evolved from you know that week that they played. The, yes, sir. Everything has changed from both that week. I mean. If anything, the only thing that I really look at is uh, injury. And I, I I know when I said uh, Antonio Brown's not going to play for the game, you kind of, uh, Lucio, was just like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, oh big. But, but, I mean, Antonio Brown has kind of, is a big, kind of a solidified bit. his position in this offense a little bit. Even though they do have Evans and Godwin, I mean. It only takes one play, and- one player. It only takes one Fucking second for anything to happen. So I'm happy. Exactly. I'm happy he's out. Yeah. So um, with uh, Adams, you know, being that guy. Yeah. No, with Adams (laughs) being the guy. 
you know, I just uh, it's I I think it's gonna be a tough game. I really do think it's gonna be tough for both teams, but. I think in the end, uh, yeah, the Packers are going to go ahead and win by at least, like, two touchdowns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you think two touchdowns? 14 points, I think. Damn. Lucio, how confident are you on Brady? Uh, well, I I put the Tom Brady's are going to win. I mean, Tampa Bay is going to win. Um, I don't know. I think they'll probably win by uh, three points. <laughs> Oh no! I got Devontae Adams. Going it's gonna off. be a close. It's gonna be a close game. It's not. It's not gonna be. We're not gonna run over them. I mean, I don't think. I don't think uh, Green Bay is just gonna sit there and roll over either. So, like, I'm not saying that they're gonna destroy you. them by any means. I think that uh, Green Bay is definitely gonna fight tooth and nail to the end, and I think it's gonna come down to a field goal. And I think that uh, uh, the Tom Brady's are gonna take it. So, I mean, so Max, Tampa Bay. what do you think with the? Uh, with everything going on, what are your keys to victory? Just you. Just Max. Just me. Well, floor is yours, sir. I think um, I think first we got to establish the run game. I think we got a three-headed dragon back there, and we got to show it. Um, I think we need to get a touchdown on our first drive. I think um, our defense needs to make some – some some stops early and uh, and if those three things happen, I think we've got a, a, a good shot uh, to win. In terms of defense, who do you think has the upper hand? I think Tampa Bay's defense is a lot more talented, but um, I I think they have more playmakers. That's what I'll say. I think they got more playmakers, but I think. Our defense, uh, the Packers defense, combined with the Packers offense, is, you know, just good enough. Um, that's the hope, anyway. But I, 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 to answer your question, I think Tampa Bay's defense is is definitely statistically better. Um, but uh, but but our boys have been definitely performing a lot better, um, definitely since uh, that matchup week, whatever it was, week six, I think. I think it was week six or something, but. Um, so Tampa Bay does have to watch out, though. Uh, not Tampa Bay, Green Bay, because uh, Tampa Bay is coming off a, a, a big win where the defense got a lot of good plays and they're coming in really hyped, really, yeah. really motivated. So uh, that's that's one of the big advantages of coming in this way and not having that bye week because uh, their players get to play a game before and if they win and they have a good game and a good de- like you know like they did last week. Yeah, um, they're coming in with a lot of momentum, so yeah, they're right I really do momentum, think that yeah, for sure. Yes, so uh, they the uh, Green the Bay Packers does have to watch have, out for uh, that. We do have to watch. I think both teams actually have to watch out for that. Yeah, um, because I think the Packers did a lot better than expected against the number one defensive uh, in the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I yeah. so that gives me a lot more confidence in taking on a defense like Tampa Bay because yeah, they're you know Levante David, fucking. Yeah, you know, names are Yeah, there's so. a all right. So for for me, in order to put my own thing, my own thing in is that uh, I think it's gonna come down to defense. Who who has it? And that's why I asked you because I thought going in, I agreed. I, I thought going in uh, that Tampa Bay comes in with a better defense, but uh, anyone can make a play at any time. With that little bit of an edge, if it comes to a shootout, just whose defense is going to hold up the most, I think Tampa Bay has a slight edge over it. So I'm not going to say that uh, 
it's gonna be an easy victory but i'm gonna give a slight 55 to 45 percent towards tampa bay so i think tampa bay is gonna go ahead and take this game and go and uh go on so, to sorry <laughs> no yeah i think the uh i i kind of agree i think tampa bay has a lot more of the names on the defense i don't i don't necessarily mean they have the players but they definitely do have the names uh one name that definitely sticks out to me a lot is uh antoine winfield jr mm. i freaking love that kid man i am loving what this kid is doing i'm loving what i'm seeing from him on the field and this kid plays hard this kid plays I know, and that's one thing I was going to tell you. How do you feel about having to go against that kid again? Because the Winfield family has been tearing you guys since Minnesota, man. Yeah. But uh, what do you think about Devontae Adams? Do you feel like he needs to have a big game in order for you guys to win? Or do you feel like uh, – what What do you feel? Do you feel the run game, the pass game, and if, if who? What, what, what do you, what, what's going on? Well, I, I, I well, like okay. So uh, when we beat the Rams, Devontae didn't hit. He, he didn't. He had nine uh, catches and and a tud, but he, he didn't break a hundred yards. So I think if Devontae, but he did have a touchdown. He did have a touchdown. So I think he if he gets two of those three out of nine catches, a hundred yards, and a touchdown. I think if he gets two out of those three, I think that needs to happen. Um, I also think the run game needs to get at least a hundred yards. Uh, it can be combined. Uh, I'd love it if fucking if they if Aaron Jones went off and then AJ Dillon went off and then Jamal Williams was sprinkled in, you know, fucking with some with some big runs. Uh, but but yeah, I think I think uh, our coaches, uh, our our new coach is call is a great play caller and has called up a, a you know great uh, some great games. Are you talking about Matt Lafleur? Uh, Matt Lafleur, yeah, yeah. So is he the one that is he your offensive coordinator? Is he the one who's calling the offense plays? No, so I think he's calling the offensive plays, but he he's the he's the head coach. Okay, no, 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 no. It's totally understandable because in Philadelphia, Doug Peterson was the offensive uh, play caller. Same thing yeah. in um, St. Louis, or not St. Louis, I apologize, Los Angeles, with the uh, Rams, uh, Sean McVay is the uh, offensive play caller. And yeah. Cliff out here in Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury is the, the offensive Not the greatest, player. but... So yeah, no, uh, I totally McVay understand. People, McVeigh people as young, like as in, uh, uh, like the coaching tree. Oh, the coaching tree. Well, no, Doug Peterson was actually from the. Oh, not, uh, not, not Doug was, Peterson. Sorry, um, Cliff yeah, Kingsbury. But no, the, no, I totally agree. Doug Peterson, uh, not Doug Peterson. Uh, Sean McVeigh, Cliff Kingsbury. They are co- They are college coaches. That's that's the tree that they come from. Is is what what I believe. But um. <laughs> Real quick, if you can touch on it, because I'm, I'm a little more interested in knowing about the Packers. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Packer fans out here in Arizona. So, I, I mean, I'm, I know they're interested. Yes, too, um, many. Yeah, too many. Too <laughs> many. That's actually kind of true. No, so, real we, quick, we touch on it. Not too invested into it, but uh, A.J. Dillon over Jamal Williams, yes or no? Uh, with Aaron Jones? Well, Aaron Jones is the number one. I right. honestly so think you guys should definitely two? pay that man. I'm asking you for the number two. I I don't know the contract situations between AJ Dillon and uh, Jamal Williams. I think AJ Dillon's not a rookie, but I think this may I don't know maybe second year or something. So no, I think, he may I have think he a, is lo- a rookie. 
Yeah, see, he is, I think I think he is a rookie, so you know he has a longer contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamal Williams has performed very well as the backup. So yeah. I mean, coming into the situation, uh, who's your number two? You know, I, I've thought about this a lot actually, and um, with with the talk about you know if we can sign Aaron Jones again, and honestly, I do. I I like AJ Dillon. I think he's uh, built really well built to last and I, I think he's really uh he, he's a smart he's a smart kid and um I, you know what i have to put aj Dillon as number two i love jamal williams so, i think that but what i love about him i think mostly is his you know his flair you know he's a great runner and he's a great he's a great running back and he's a great backup and he, he could probably he just be seems a number like a one good dude somewhere i don't know but yeah i would say Dillon right now based on how he played this year and how Jamal Williams played this year, um, yeah. I, I, I would have to say uh, uh, Dylan. So you say that, and then when right before you said that, you said uh, with keeping Aaron Jones. So, I mean, I guess uh, some people haven't heard. Aaron Jones did turn down a big contract from yeah. the Green Bay Packers because they did not offer him guaranteed money. So right. is that why you say – if Aaron Jones is your number one, because are you worried that you guys will be able to retain uh, Jones? And if so, do you want Aaron Jones back? Uh, I, yeah, no, honestly, I'm super worried about it. I, 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 I definitely want Aaron Jones back. If if it's a question of, of money and, you know, um, I, I, I definitely say pay the man. He's definitely. He's the owner. What he say goes. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, you're listening out there and 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 um also um you know is he worth it is he worth it i think i think he is i think he is he's he's been with us he, he's shown it for at least two years i think that that he's a solid performer and producer so yeah yeah there's no question in my mind he's a number one uh running back and uh no question that i'd want him back um as, as well, you know my take on it. I've already told you how I feel. I think the man is like at least one of the top five running backs in the NFL. And I told you that I think about two years ago that he was going to get there. You did. He's just um, – I personally like backs that can catch out of the backfield, mm. that can be a dual threat, that can be yeah. lined up in the slot. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the screen game, somebody like – because uh, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, Andy Reid was my coach and Eagle. Christian McCaffrey is top three, and don't worry about it. We haven't forgot about him. Just that injury, just nobody talked about him this season. But it's okay though. Don't worry, he'll he'll make his way back. But right now, Aaron Jones though, Aaron Jones did his thing very well, and he made it very clear that he it's just not Aaron Rodgers, and that's why I think Aaron Rodgers has to be a force because as well as Aaron Rodgers played, Aaron Jones supplemented that offense as well. So do you feel that um? you would be able to keep Jones or if, if – if, all right, so if it came down to Williams and Dylan or Jones, what would you, what, what would you do? So either oh, – okay, so either Jones yep. or so Williams if you can keep it, Yeah, exactly. If you can keep the two backs or keep the Jones, what, what would be the move? Uh, I, I, I would keep Jones for sure. Ah, great move. Great no, move. No, what do you no guys question. think to uh, – yeah, so uh, I know Danny watches a lot of football. Danny, have you seen Jones this season play? Of course, this I've uh, I've not only seen Jones, I've had Jones on my fantasy team. Ah, uh, two years ago, he was he was my star back, and uh, I know I know all about what Jones could do on the field. 
the 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 thing is that uh, right now when you were talking about uh, contracts with these running backs, the best are definitely the ones that can catch the ball out of the backfield. But those are also the ones more, I don't want to say disposable, but interchangeable because they're the ones that take the most hits when they're outside, you know, getting uh, trying to get first of all, catch the ball. And then I am I am not going to lie. I do listen to uh, some of our competition and uh, one of our competition, one of the uh, uh, radio shows out there is uh, Burns and Gamble. I'll go ahead and plug them because I love those guys. So, yeah, I'll go ahead uh, Burns and, and Gamble. My buddy uh, Gamble uh, says it repeatedly. Bro, you don't need to spend a first-round pick on a back. Backs yeah. are expendable. Backs are easy to get, and they are a dime a dozen. And honestly, I hate to believe that because um, – there are those special backs out but there. But for how long though? Like exactly, look, look it's what, just uh, only it's it's. I mean, it's a hit and miss with backs. It. I mean, it is a hit. Well, and miss. for for every Aaron Jones, you get like a David Johnson who was good for a year. Or every, you know, you get and, a. You you, know, uh, like, <laughs> what was it? A, you you get a, a Beanie Wells. You know, you you you, you, you <laughs> take a chance. You take wow. a chance. Exactly, you, and and that's why in the, yeah. I, I believe in the future after hey, the rookie hey, year. Max, <laughs> Max, don't laugh. You, you get an Ahmad Green. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry about it, man. You go ahead and get, and I mean, whatever that so, kind of bag we got. <laughs> for me, if, if if it comes to, it is a very important, important position. And if you have a top five guy, all right, if you have a McCaffrey and a Jones, you know, something like that, then yes, hold on to him and try to anything other than top five. Uh, nah. You can interchange them like. I don't no, think number Kamara six, is if you have number six yeah. or number sixteen, I think they're gonna put up the same amount of numbers on your team. Oof, that's a big one. It's, number six and sixteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like after the top five, like really like running backs, they'll have a gr- every running back has that one great game a year. And then the rest of it is just average numbers. Yeah. Man. I don't know. That. Out of the and, top and five. Name one out of the top five that is like. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. All right. So we're going to go on a whole different conversation right now. Who's your top five? In no order. That is very good. In no order. Right. In no Great order. Question. Just give me give me your top five. You don't have to give me one, two, three, four, five. Right, just so. give me the top five running backs that you think right now. All right. Full disclosure, I'm not a full NFL expert, but I'll go ahead and say Adams, McCaffrey, Adams, Kareem Wait, Hunt, Adams? and Adam Jones. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, Jones. Okay, so Jones. Jones, McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta put Drake in there. Drake put up numbers. Wow. He wasn't. He wasn't stellar. And wow. I top five running back. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> he had the numbers. He had the numbers to beat to do it. Okay. And uh, who else had uh, running back? Kamara? Ah, don't tell oh, him. Just one. shut up. Yeah, you know Let him figure it out. We go Kamara. Yeah. Okay, so you are definitely right about one thing. You are no NFL expert. <laughs> that is correct. I'll go ahead and give you my five. All right. Just to throw let it me, out let there. Let me go first. Uh, no. Uh, I, all right. Yeah, you've been very quiet <laughs> except for the loud walking. Okay, so... That was very loud walking and keys and everything. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Top five. Without number, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be for number sure. one, no, two, no. three, four, five. Just McCaffrey, top five. McCaffrey, Kamara, Henry, Hunt, and Jones. Oh, my God. 
I didn't hear his last two because he's still my guy. What was the last two? Uh, Hunt and Jones. Okay, so you guys keep throwing Hunt in there. I like Hunt. Hunt is good, but Chubbs is Chubbs way is better. better but yeah, I think Chubbs is Hunt way better. So put in work the last few games. I'm gonna throw this year or over their careers. No, we're not. We're, we're talking about top five running backs in your head right now. We're not talking about this year, last year in your head at this moment who are actively playing football. That's okay. where we're going with the situation. All right. Um, I find it so hard to throw um, uh, Kristen McCaffrey in that category, but I got to. I, I, I got to. I, why? I, 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 I don't know exactly why. what you're talking about, but Wait, it, from the time he was on the field, he produced. He is a producer, he so produced. that's why he has to be in that. And, yeah. and even though my mind – I don't know. There's, I don't know. My mind just has this issue with it, but – no, he has to be there. He he plays hard and and he's a producer. So I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry. I'm gonna go with Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna go with Aaron Jones. And I think, oh man, there's there's two names I really like. Um, it's between uh Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb. I think I'm gonna go ha- go. Uh, the reason with I have with this is. They're both injured so much. So I think Dalvin Cook, he was lighting up uh, the he was lighting up the entire league. But they get injured so much. So I'm gonna have to go with Nick Chubb, and that's my name, Nick Chubb. Max, uh, what do you got? You you got a five? Yeah. It, it uh, again, it's so hard. I, I've got like a like a like a six or seven, but <laughs> try to give me five. Try to give me five. Um. Okay. So uh, in no particular order, Camara. Henry, Cook, Dalvin Cook. Um, and this is coming from a Packers fan, ladies and gentlemen. Dalvin I'm not Cook, done. So I'm not done. Good. I'm not done. He saw what he did to him. So, uh, wait, what did I say so far? You said Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. Okay, Leonard Fournette and Jonesy. Whoa, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, McCaffrey didn't even make that list. That's out of left field. Honestly, McCaffrey. Oh, see, I forgot McCaffrey. See, that's why I said a six or a seven. And fucking and McCaffrey. Nah, see, it has to be five. We shouldn't give him a chance. But no, see, so that is one thing that we are talking about, though. And as you guys make this list, you, you, and this was kind of trying to prove a point to Danny. Danny had made it very clear that he said, oh, after top five, then there's not really anything going on. But. After I just tried to make you name your top five, you mm-hmm. just had trouble, didn't you? Then and anything after this list that we just we named off at most. I don't eight think names. so though, because we had at left most, some names off though. Like yeah, if, no, 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 yeah, but we left some names off and we named all of us named the same guys more or less. So what so do you think? Top eight? eight. So maybe outside right, the top about eight. The top eight, right? But but anything after that, you can you can switch out. No, here's the thing: number ten and number twenty. Number ten and number thirty, almost. Yeah, but you said six and sixteen. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. Well, I but mean, at you, the end you of just the day, go down a couple of more. At the end of the day, what I was trying to circle back to, because you know, I'd like to circle back to the point, is um, they should pay Aaron Jones because when you get a talent like that, he was in all our list. So exactly, and when you get talent like that, when you get a running back who can carry a team like that. And not necessarily carry because obviously is Aaron Rodgers, but for him to do his part so consistently and more, pay the man. Well, you're right because right, he guys, is let's... carrying the team because uh, he is partially carrying it because Aaron Rodgers can't really carry it right now on his own. 
And yep. exactly, that's what he's saying. But uh, damn, I, I, just, I don't know. I've seen Aaron Rodgers like just. I, it's honestly, I've never seen anybody dissect a defense like that since Peyton Manning, and just watching him, just like I remember watching Peyton Making Manning making it look easy. He like he would literally take every single second and look, and he was just like, "Oh, look at that guy. He flinched his shoulders. Hey, that guy is gonna blitz." Actually, we're gonna make this play run. like it, to watch yep. Aaron Rodgers do that, and to watch Peyton Manning like it's it's so it's it just shows how much of a student of the game they are. Well, that's uh, one of the things that I read this week is uh, I forgot who it was in the interview that said it's demoralizing to see you're trying out there, you're trying your best, you're doing everything. I saw that, and then this guy just like breaks up your whole thing with a smile, with a smile on his with face. A, yeah. It's demoralizing to see how easily he is tearing you apart, and he is just out there having fun. I do remember that quote. I don't remember who it came from, but he did make the comment of. Um, it's uh they're trying their hardest they're they're doing their their most and then you look over across the sidelines and aaron Rodgers has this huge smile on his face he was like it's kind of demoralizing <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so before before we just uh touch on the the other game for the uh for the uh for the other conference championship uh just want to have the, I, I ran across this question on social media and, and i found it very very interesting more interesting than maybe i should have and the question here is, uh, Jeremy, I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen this already. Who is more valuable to their team in particular? Is it Josh Allen? Is it Mahomes? Or is it Rodgers? I think this is a stupid question. Really? I do. I think all, I think you take all three of those quarterbacks out, regardless of the situation, and every single one of those teams loses. I concur. So that's how I feel about that. <laughs> Are you still yeah, there? Yeah, I concur. I'm, I'm lost. I concur. I, uh, I agree. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, no. So that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's a really stupid question. I feel like all three quarterbacks. If you're watching the football game and you see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Tom Brady go out and they're like, oh, they're done for the game. Do you feel like any one of those quarterbacks have a chance of like winning nope. the game? Well, I mean, the Chiefs did, but that's a different story. No, no. Did, okay. But did you feel like the Chiefs had a chance to win that game when Chad Henney came in? Did you Did you see Patrick Mahomes go down and be like, yeah, Chad Henney got this? <laughs> I'm not, not, not Chad not Henney, Chad but I'm saying Henney, the defense the has it. The, yeah, I'm saying the teams. Because the teams is the one that's backing them up. So you felt so like that's what I'm saying. So, so you, so Josh, what, Allen, so the, so, so, so tomorrow, uh, this, this Sunday's game, yeah, okay. without Josh Allen and without Patrick Mahomes, yeah, who yeah. wins that game? Uh, who's the backup for the Bills? It, bro, uh, it, I don't it's know. Matt Barkley. It's, and that, I think it's oof. Matt Barkley. Oh yeah, no, the uh, the defense runs all over Matt Barkley. Yeah, no, the uh, yeah, no, the Chiefs douse him. And that's that. That's what I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, you can never discount the quarterback play. You can never say, except for the, uh, I think it was like the 2006 Bears, which was a very weird situation because Rex Grossman was terrible. But <laughs> besides that situation, you can never discount who the quarterback is because nowadays, what happened if it was just like, oh yeah, Josh Allen goes down and it's just like, and they're bringing in uh, 
Nathan Peterman. <laughs> well, that's seven interceptions right there rather than just like, you know, like four, four and outs, four and outs. So that's why I always ask. You can never discount. Well, no, the quarterback no, no, no one is discounting. But them. No, 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 no. That's I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That's what I'm saying. If it comes to the team out there who's going to do it, I honestly think it's the Chiefs. I, I, Regardless of how good the Chiefs offense and how good Patrick Mahomes is, their defense is pretty solid. Yes. Yeah, their defense is pretty freaking solid. As good as the Bills are, because I will not take away from the Bills defense, I still think the Chiefs got that. And I, I don't see it coming from the uh, NFC. I don't. I, I think the NFC is ba- – both of those teams are banking on uh, – Heavy ass. I think they're banking on 70 points a game. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like you're disregarding defense is what you're doing. <laughs> I just I just don't see the NFC defense stacking up with the AFC defense. I believe it. That's it. All right. So all right. So then now moving on to that uh to that uh Sunday night game, the highlight game. Patrick Mahomes has cleared uh, COVID, has cleared concussion protocols. Looks like he's going to be the starter. What kind of game are we going to watch? Max, first of all. Max and Lucio. Bro, did you have any doubt in your mind that Mahomes wasn't going to clear concussion protocols? I knew he was, but Uh, I I had no doubt that he was going to play. Fairly, right. or fairly or not fairly. Hey, hey, that's not what I asked. But every like real NFL fan was just like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna fucking play." No, like, we, like, we, just, we just saw that picture. The weekend at Bernie's it if it. But if it was week three, and it was you know concussion. Oh, no, nah, he's yeah. He needs he needs more time. He if it was an impartial doctor. Well, the thing, <laughs> the, the thing is, he hey, What's funny is like when the doctor he. He has Good. to play, right? Like, he has to play. And the reason why he has to play is because they don't even trust their own quarterback, their own backup quarterback, so they have to play with this guy. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes also wants to play. I think once he cleared uh, concussion protocol, instead of ca- taking some time off like he would normally have done in the regular season, you know, this is an important game. He's in the play. The problem is now that he's going into game with kind of like the whole – you know, um, prior injury kind of thing. If he gets rocked again, if he gets another big hit, or he gets hit in a way where he falls wrong, he's gonna have he's gonna have some issues later that game. Because um, just because you clear per, uh, concussion protocol doesn't mean you're all all right. You know, just means that you're able to function. No, that that's that is what concussion protocol is like. You cannot play unless you're all right according to the rules. Well, well, well. That's just according to the rules. That's and what that, that's and, what we're and, saying and here. Mind you, a lot of that is based off of player. You know what I'm saying? Like, so hey, I mean, you got do, Roger Goodell up there feel? looking like if he dies, he dies. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Lucio, Lu, Lucio is kind of right. It's kind of like just because you clear doesn't mean that you're yeah. cleared. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you can you can tell them that. Oh yeah, no, I don't see double, and then like reach for the wrong hand. Right. You know, when you're about to shake his hand or something like that. So there's different there's uh, there's different things. But no, like Lucio said, some of those things are on player basis. It's just like. Uh, just because you're fine doesn't mean you're fine, you know, and that's one thing. Just because you're clear doesn't mean that you are clear. And, and I, yeah. that's the thing. I think I agree that, with that if if he does play, there's a, a obviously going to be a greater chance for uh, Kansas City to to win this game because Patrick Mahomes. As much as I I don't dislike Patrick Mahomes, I dislike their fans. Uh, I don't like the whole 
claim of being the greatest of all time. You've only played three seasons. Shut the fuck up and keep playing football, and then let, then we can talk about it 20 years down the road. <laughs> 20 years down the road, maybe we can name you the greatest of all time, but not right now. So um, I think that's my biggest call for that is that if Patrick Mahomes plays, uh, there's more likely that uh, that the, he's in, that they're going to win. Um, but if Patrick Mahomes is not playing to the level he's usually – Play that. I, I I want the Bills to win. To be fair, I really do. Fuck the fuck the Chiefs. Well, yeah. I got a bet on the Chiefs, so I need the Chiefs <laughs> to win. So. Wait, you need them to win or lose? No, I need them to win. I I need them to win. I got a bet with a certain person in this room that shall rename nameless, who's not Danny, but is actually Danny, who uh. Went ahead and uh, <laughs> oh, man, they don't even have. They don't even have to. They have what? Well, hold on, wait. What was the bet? They have to win the Super Bowl or just make don't it. Make it. You gotta oh, make that's it. That's all to they the gotta Super do is make it. Make it. And you know Bowl. what? Even now that I think about that bet, I was like, yep, I'm still cool with that. <laughs> yep. hey, if the Bills make it, I'm very happy for the Bills. Max, what? What's up? What's up? What? No. What do you got? What do you think? About what? Exit out of it. <laughs> ah, so you lost it. So before I, I went on my little tangent, we were talking about the quarterbacks, about uh, what you know, which team, right? Which team without their which quarterback? Which team would yeah. suffer more oh, without right, right, their right, quarterback? Right. So yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to pay attention that to the tangents. That was a while ago, bro. That was a <laughs> while ago. <laughs> That's the focus. That's the main subject. All right. So the Bills, Packers, Chiefs. And uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If uh, someone was missing the quarterback, which which team do you think would suffer the most? Out of those four teams, I think uh, which would suffer the most. I think uh, I think the Packers probably would suffer the most. To be honest, uh, yeah. I think we we would uh, just completely get blown up if we didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I totally agree with that, man. So. With that being said, do you guys think that um, – I mean, because we had made a comment earlier about Jordan Love being uh, drafted last year. And uh, now that you actually, you know, admit that, yeah, it might be you guys who might lose the guy, you know, basically who's that battle without their quarterback, uh, what's going to happen with the – what's going to happen with the Aaron Rodgers situation, do you think? Well, I- I don't know, man. Honestly, I'm a lot more optimistic about it now. I think, uh, honestly, I think what uh, what they did was kind of like a, what the Packers did by by getting Jordan Love was kind of they tried to do two things. They tried to like spark Aaron Rodgers' kind of like fury and his, you know, talking about a chip on his shoulder, and uh, and then also, you know, if he turns out to be a great quarterback, great. If he turns out to not be at least we got a first round draft pick we can trade so i think it's more likely to just naturally develop and roger stays for a while and then passes the or or he might get traded who knows i, I you know i i thought it was just a waste of you a know pick. what so one second sorry sorry to cut you off though uh it'll be an awesome uh situation if uh jordan love stays for four years uh behind aaron Rodgers and then he gets his start and that, then, uh, 
Yeah, that's you know, the, the uh, that heading was, into, heading hey, into hey, the Super Bowl. The cycle, hey, the cycle continues. You know, like I mean, well, that's well, basically well, what they did with Brett Favre. That's yeah. what they did with Aaron Rodgers, and uh, don't see why it can't happen with Jordan Love, man. Why not? You know. Well, and and what's interesting, they're they're all the uh, old GM for the Packers, Ted Thompson. Um, rest in peace. He died today. Uh, or Wednesday or, or earlier this week. And um, he was the one who drafted Aaron Rodgers. And that was his first pick. And um, um, the guy who owned the Packers at the time, like just talking about Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, set up the Packers for like 30 years with, uh, you know, their quarterback. So that's just, I don't know. I think that's fucking impressive. No, that's awesome, man. Rest in peace to yes, the sir. GM. And uh, speaking of rest in peace, last thing before we sign off today, guys, uh, I'm sure y'all have seen yep, bring it up. legendary baseball legendary. player Hank Aaron. Barrier oh. breaker. Hank yes, Aaron. Sir. Home run. King. King. Hank Aaron. Great man. Never met him personally, but, I mean, I watched. I played baseball eight years of my life. And, um, yeah, no. He was the one. He was one of the ones I watched that I learned. Uh, Huge inspiration, knees, man. Huge inspiration. He's the inspiration, man. You hit with your legs. That's where the power comes from. And um, yeah, no, uh, rest in peace, Hank Aaron. So yes, sir. And uh, at time of recording, it is uh, Friday. So Friday, January twenty second. Hank Aaron, legendary baseball player, dead at eighty six. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Rest in power. Um, Final thoughts before we all get out of here. Uh, I know it was a long show. It's going to be a nice editing day for Danny. Danny, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, we know we haven't heard much from you today. You were playing the uh, you were playing keyboard sound effects today, man. How'd you like it? It it, it it's such a great responsibility to have this much power in front of me. All of these buttons, all these knobs, I can cut off anybody anytime I want. And you know what? It's crazy <laughs> though with that, right? Because uh. With great power comes great tacos. Ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you guys for having me, man. I love this show. I love being here. I love being part of Arizona. I hope I can uh, continue to get better and uh, let you guys know about everything that's going on. Not just sons, not just uh cardinals not just eagles but definitely with the coyotes and phoenix rising what's going on anybody else thank you and good night lucio take it away oh uh, yeah so uh just want to let everybody know to stay safe and be out there like i've said throughout the whole last year uh when we're on and obviously we're gonna still do it today um because just because the year the new year ended and it's a new year doesn't mean that everything's back to normal. Uh, stay safe to your part uh, and be careful out there. Um, make sure you make yeah wearing your mask as much as you hate it. You don't like it, just do it. It's one of those things. It's almost over. It's almost done. Just they have a vaccine or whatever, so everything should go back to at least a uh, new kind of normal, but a uh, normal nonetheless. So uh, be safe and. Uh, Everybody, love being here. Love talking sports. Can't wait to hear you guys next year, next season, uh, next week. Sorry, next week, <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, Max, our special guest. Thank you, uh, thank you for coming on. Any last thoughts, Max? Yeah, no. Uh, I just want to thank you for having me again, man. It was a blast, and uh, hope to be on again. Um, go pack, go. 
All right, so win or lose, can we see you here again next week to talk about the Packers? Absolutely. I might I might be uh, crying. I might be drunk, but uh, I, I will be here for sure. And either of those things can happen with both a win or a loss. So <laughs> Either of those that, things, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. And for me, I am Danny Orona. Thank you guys for tuning in to Sticks and Cakes like you do every week make sure you guys like make sure you guys follow on instagram at sticks.kicks twitter sticks kicks one and on facebook at sticks and kicks make sure you guys give a follow a like a share if you guys see us on apple podcast make sure you guys give us that five star review it helps us grow it helps us uh actually get out there with in front of new fans and for new arizona fans and uh get them get them involved uh, get get on those social medias and let us know what you guys think I'm going to so thank you guys once again. right now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you here again next week. This has been Sticks and Cakes.